Hello and welcome to day eight of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Oddities. I'm Joe. And I'm Mitch. And we have a real perler today. Yeah. We are going back to 1970. That late. Mm. I know it was a later episode. I didn't realise it was the 70s. And I will say it was a different time. Definitely. Because we are going back to season seven, episode 13, our third episode 13, Mm -hmm. of Bewitched. You wouldn't think Bewitched being Christmas? No, I didn't. But this is a Christmas episode called Sisters at Heart. And there is a bit of a story behind this Well, you, you tell me that story. So, before we delve into the story, I am probably one of those people that watched a lot of Bewitched because it was on. Yeah. There wasn't anything else on. <laughs> I can remember coming home from school and Bewitched being on nearly yes. every night. Either before school or after school, at some point it was on. I was admittedly, I was a Genie fan back in the day. I as I got Genie older, well. I realised Bewitched was the much better show. Do you reckon? Yeah. Hmm. Much better. I, I think, can watch Bewitched now. I can't watch Genie anymore. I See, I think they're interchangeable. No, Genie's really annoying. Hmm. It plays up that whole, you know, will they get caught or not awkwardness. Yeah. Genie is too much of that. It's really annoying. Where Samantha's so much better than Genie as far as she's her own person. She's smarter, And smarter. Yeah. Yeah. The naivety of Genie is kind of annoying after a while. They're both hot, but as I got older, Samantha definitely. definitely. Yeah. I, w- I would say that too. Hmm. Yeah, so I'd say with that idiot on the motorbike. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, yeah. So if, in, it depends what you think about Dick, <laughs> as well. You're a big fan of Dick or not? Because that that might mean why you like Bewitch more. Dick York or Dick Sergeant? It depends well, which Sergeant Dick you like. York. If you're one of those you can't conspiracy theory. Dick Chain, you know? <laughs> no, you can't interchange your dicks. Okay. So anyway, growing up in the '80s, I watched a lot of Bewitched. Yep. I hadn't seen this episode. I don't remember this one at all. But this is a later episode. This is when Tabitha is older and talking and they have a son. Adam. So I don't really remember an Adam. I do remember Tabitha quite a bit, but I do not remember a son. So before we get into the actual premise of the episode, we'll get into the backstory of how the episode came about. So apparently a group of school kids from Jefferson High School in Los Angeles were at a taping for Bewitched. And they were just talking to the director, who is William Asher, who is Elizabeth Montgomery's husband. I didn't realise that myself. I didn't know. Bit of nepotism there. Yeah. I don't know if they were married before they started the show, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, they were talking to these kids and they realised that they're all mainly African-American. They'd grown up from a bit of a rough upbringing. And most of these kids that were sort of, you know, later high school couldn't read or write above a primary school level. So they thought, yeah, there's something wrong there. So, I don't, again, I don't know how it came about, but they decided that they would get these kids to write an episode of Bewitched. Mm-hmm. And what they have created is quite an interesting episode. Yeah. You can see the sort of undertones of racism quite overtly. They're probably not undertones. Uh, you can see them overtly. <laughs> but yeah, it, there is very much a story of racism, or anti-racism, I should say, in this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, the premise of the episode is Darren, who is the advertising executive, mm-hmm. has a another one of the partners from the uh, almost a law, law firm. Uh, yeah, another one of the partners from the agency is an African-American. Yep. And he and his wife are going away on a business trip, so they decide that their daughter should stay with the Stevens family. Mm-hmm. And Tabitha is quite excited because... She'll get a sister. Yeah, she's got a sister. Because, because she's over her brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And Samantha gives her the sort of the talk before they come over and say, you know, don't use your magic. It's a family secret. We can't yep. tell them that we're witches. Sort of yep. Thing. Anyway, so they come over. Little girl Lisa decides she's going to stay with them for a couple of days. And we cut to a scene where they've come back from the park and they're... Well, they get, they get along really well. Yeah, they do. And they and call themselves like, sisters. Yeah, they it's want like to be you're, you're my sister for the you know, near time you're here. You're my sister. Yeah. And they and talk. They've come back from the park yeah. and they've said... Oh, we can't be sisters. It's like, why not? The girl at the park said we can't because we're different colours. Yeah. It's like, no, you can. No, no, don't listen to that. It doesn't matter. So later on, they're up, and she's not. And she was going to. She Tabitha teased that she was going to use magic and was using terms, and the mum's like, "Don't say anything." And so I wasn't going to say or whatever. Yeah. And then um, all shenanigans happens. She goes and talks to Tabitha in another room. While that happens, the doorbell rings and the little African-American girl, Lisa, is it? Lisa, yep. Yep, she opens so the door. What, what you missed out on there is they're we're trying to get a multi-million dollar deal or a million dollar deal, which is quite a lot of money for the 70s, from a client who is an older white guy. Yep. And he rings up Darren and sort of says, look, yeah, we'll schedule our appointment for four o'clock. And then after he gets off the phone, he tells his secretary to find out what his home address is because he's like, oh, I never trust a man unless I can see what his home life is because then I know if he's a, he's a good advertiser sort of thing. Yep. So he springs the visit. Mm-hmm. And as you said, when he opens the door, Lisa is there. And, and he, is, he assumes straight away that Lisa's mum or dad must be the staff yeah. for the Stevens family. And it's like, no, no, my dad's... And she's playing up the sister thing, saying, oh, yeah. no, my dad works at Tate and my this and, and my sister. Tabitha's and my sister. And, yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay. And then basically... All right, so the next thing we have is Larry ringing Darren and going, oh... Did you see the client last night? Because he just rang me and said he wants you off the off the account because of he thinks you're not worthy. Yeah, your thing. family your, life, your family is not life is wholesome or yeah. something. It was some stupid like that. And he's like, I don't know. I never saw him. What's what's he on about? So that that shenanigans is playing on that side. And then you've got the two girls are playing. They're painting, and then Lisa ends up spilling paint on herself. And Tabitha goes, I can fix it up. But you got to close your eyes. And she goes, what happened? And she blinked and used her magic. And when she opens her eyes, she's white. So yeah. then white faced this, this young actress and put her in a blonde wig and all that sort of stuff. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, well, we're sisters now. I can tell you. It's a family secret. I'm a witch. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I can do this. It's like, what have you done to me? It's like, oh, okay. Now we're really sisters. We look, we look alike. Oh. And then they talk back and forth a bit. And then Tabitha used the magic and she turned her back to African-American and she <laughs> made herself black. Yeah. And it was like... Okay. <laughs> they did it back and forth quite a bit. And- yeah, they're basically like, well, I can't be white because my mum won't recognise me. And yep. Tabitha's like, well, I can't be black because my mum won't recognise me. So, so it cuts down to downstairs where this is where they're talking about, well, the guy didn't visit. I don't know what's going on. Why? Yeah, and Darren's all like, oh, it must be your you know, witchy family sort yeah. of thing. And Next thing like, you know, the yeah. two kids come down the stairs and now they're polka dotted. Yeah. So it's a white kid with black spots and a black kid with white spots. And... They're going, what happened? It's like, we tried to undo it, but it's just not working. So what they figure out was they don't really want to undo it because they want to be sisters so badly that they can't undo the magic, which yep. is sweet. Yes, so that's all going ahead. So there's shenanigans going on that, okay. So Mr. Tate comes over the next thing saying, we're having a, the Christmas party at your place. We're going to try and get him back on board because the person who took over from you sucked. So we want you back, and I'm going to try and win him over yep. and get you back. So how about we have the Christmas party in your place? We're going to invite him over. Okay. So there's the hijinks that coming for, and you've got these polka-dotted kids who they have to hide, essentially, is what's going to happen. Yep. So that's all well and good. The kids are upstairs. The party's all in progress. And then 
Lisa's parents come back from their holiday and they're going, oh, you shouldn't have put a party on for us. He goes, we didn't. It's just for this. Okay, fine. They come up there. The father goes off and talks to mingle with a couple of people. Samantha's off doing something. Then the client arrives. Yep. So there's Darren and Lisa's mother. And he goes, oh, here you go. I've got some presents. Sorry for the misunderstanding earlier. Here you go. And he had a black doll and he gave that to Lisa's mother. And he goes, that's for Lisa. And here's a white doll. And he goes, that's for Tabitha. And he had a teddy bear going, this is for Adam. I didn't know which side of the family he took after. Yeah, so it's actually a panda teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay. Um, he makes a little bit of a reference of the fact that they're a mixed race couple. And he goes, it's quite... I thought it was quite positive the way he said it in a fact that... Oh, you reckon? No, no, no. But the fact that he goes... It's very... He basically said it was very forward of them to be a mixed race The fact that he said it was forward and hopefully one day it might be accepted. He didn't say he accepted it. No. But the fact that he was in the house and all that sort of thing, giving him a second chance, I thought was kind of progressive for 1970. But then when you think 70, if you said 69, the two things are very different to me as far as one's the 70s, one's the 60s. Yeah. It's all still very backward, but yes. But the fact that he said, oh, it's very progressive and you might be accepted one day, was like, well, that means you're sort of on your way, but still not good. So anyway, that all happened. Yeah, so in the meantime, Sam's managed to unmagic them and turn the kids back to normal coloured. Yeah, by explaining that you could be sisters without being the same colour. Yeah. Because all sisters are sisters. All women are sisters. Yeah. Like all, all men are brothers in a way. You don't have to be. Yeah, you don't have to be from the same parents to be yeah. sisters sort of thing. Yeah. So, so back downstairs, we, we have the client talking to Darren and Darren's sort of like, well, you know, this isn't my wife. This is her yeah. husband over here sort of thing. And Larry's talking to the client and the client basically says, oh, you know, I didn't want you on the, the firm because you're a mixed race couple. Mm. I didn't want you on my account. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Well, he goes, when I, when I understood that, but yeah. now it's not that, it's okay. Yeah. And Larry's like, and I didn't know what he was going on about the time, but he went and looked in the mirror and he goes, what are you doing? I said, I want to make sure this is me talking because Larry's notorious for wanting money. Yeah. And he goes, I'm sorry, but we don't want you as a client anymore. And he goes, what are you talking about? Yeah. And that's a great moment. It's like, wow, that's a big deal. And he goes, why? And he goes, I don't want someone like you with your scruples, basically, as a client. That's not what this company's about. And he's like, oh, but this is a million dollar client. Who turns down that? And he goes, well, I don't believe I'm saying it, but me. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's a big deal. Yeah. And then Sam and Darren are sort of standing on the stairs watching this. And Darren sort of turns around to Sam and and says, look, if there's ever going to be a chance for you to do your magic, now's probably a good time. And she wrinkles her nose. And and the next thing you know is... The client sort of makes that typical, I'm not racist, some of my friends are Negroes sort of That's literally what he said. Yeah. Some of my best friends are Negroes. And... It's sad that we're in 2019 and that is still a response that people make for when they get called out for being racist. Yeah. But so Sam's twinkles her nose and next he looks funny and then you look at Mr. Tate and he's in blackface. Yep. Very strange coloured blackface. It's not blackface as in <laughs> yeah, black and white mist. Yeah, it's not that sort of blackface, but... <laughs> but no, black he's been, makeup. Yeah, and it's like, so he's like freaking out, and then he looks up, and there's Darren and Sam in blackface as well, and they look really weird. Yep. Like, the colour tone or whatever they've done, it just looks strange. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, that's that's weird. And then he looks in the mirror, and he's himself in that, and he sort of freaks himself out, and he goes, I- I've got to be going, and sort of grabs his coat and leaves. Yeah. And that's all well and good, and that cuts out, and... 
they're all happy because, you know, Mr. Tate took it to the higher ground and everyone was happy and the kids are not polka dotted anymore, so it's yep. fine. And they cuss and they scene and it's Christmas morning and they're giving presents to everybody. The Lisa and her family are there as well and they're giving the presents over. And then there's a knock on the door. Yep. And, it, and it's the client yep. again. And he comes in and he goes, look, I'm sorry, come unannounced, but I just wanted to... To explain myself, I, I would have rang first, but I don't think you would have asked. Listened, I, I had a bit of a come to Jesus meeting with myself last night, and yep. I realised I'm a racist. Yeah, not not an overt one, but one of those ones that don't you know? What do you say, a sneaky racist? Something, so not not. It didn't say sneaky, but something like that. Yeah, but you know. And it was like, and yeah, I didn't even know it. So, so subversive that I didn't even know it myself. Yep. And yeah, I just, I'm, I don't want to be this way and I want to be better and that sort of thing. It was like really nice. It was, it was a really, I thought, how are you going to write this out? You could have ended the episode where it did, yep. where he just got his comeuppance and left. But the fact that they acknowledged that he, he acknowledged it. And it's like, you can't just not be racist. No. And they didn't do that. No. They just acknowledged that he... Was a racist, yeah. He admit he found out he was, and he didn't like it. Yeah. And he wanted to do something about it. They didn't show that he did, or well, how. Well, he kind of sort of said that to Darren, he was like, oh, if you still want to have the contract, I'd be quite happy to work with you again. Yeah. And then Sam and, invites him to dinner. And, and yeah, well, and Darren was all like, oh, it's Christmas, it's not a time to talk business. Yeah. And it's like, what are you having for Christmas dinner? Come have it with us. Yeah. We're family, and that sort of thing. You join us. And we don't talk about it over Christmas dinner. Yeah. You know, business and that sort of thing. And Sam's like, you know, you can earn it over dinner. Over dinner. You yep. can earn it, you know, by how, how you act. Uh, but she also says well, that, <laughs> yeah, the big joke at the end is that she's like, oh, I hope you're happy we're having integrated meal for, for our turkey. We've got dark meat and white meat. Mm. And apparently Spike Lee actually took that line and used it in one of his movies because he liked it so much. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so it, it was good because he got his... Re- a redemption. Yeah. But it wasn't a magical redemption as far as all of a sudden I'm not racist anymore. No. He, he acknowledged that he, he was racist. He earned it to a point. Yeah. And for that, I think it was done well. Yeah. Because it could have been done cheesily. It could have been done badly. Definitely. Or not done at all. They could have just hmm. left the storyline there. But I think they did a really good job of finishing it off with him acknowledging he had a problem. Yeah. No, that, uh, Oh, I'm glad you, you, you discovered this one. Yeah, I'm so I was just looking online for quirky Christmas episodes and this got a mention and, and I'd never heard of this episode. Like, the Christmasness of it isn't much. No. I think the fact that they've kind of had the story that they wanted and they've kind of just shoehorned Christmas in. Yeah, and it, and it aired on Christmas Eve in 1970, so they kind of had Christmas. It, it didn't need to be Christmas. No, it could have been any episode. Yeah. But yeah. But I'm, I'm glad we watched it. Yeah, I'm wrapped with this one. It's something that I would probably watch again. And Not an it, annual Christmas watch. No. But no, it's just a, it's a, it's an interesting curio. Mm. And it is of its time. Yeah. I, I don't think you could get away with something like this now. I think you could. That's a problem. Yeah, maybe. I well, as I said, it, it's still that line that people always say when you get accused of being racist. It's always like, well, I'm friends with black people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the coverall to get out of it. But mm. hmm. it, it's well made. It's Bewitched is just one of those things that's a staple. Yep. And it was just fun. Yeah, it was the one of the worked. better episodes because I have... It is still on regular rotation on TV. Yeah. And I'll catch episodes here and there and I don't find myself captivated. to. If it's on at home, I will put it on, but then I will find myself either changing the channel eventually or doing something else. Well, you know With- why I think it works? Because Endora's not in this one and I think yes. she's one of the most annoying characters. 
Yes. So maybe that's what helped. That's true. Hmm. And the aunt, the oh, really ditzy one. one. Oh, yeah. they're, they're annoying ones too. And there, there was talk of Dr. Bombay, but he wasn't actually. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Bombay's not bad. Yeah. But he's no, is it Lind? Paul Lind? Paul Lind, yeah. <laughs> I did like his episodes. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, but that was, a, that was good. That was a cool girl. I love that. Hmm. Yes. It was fun. Uplifting. Yes. And that's what we want this time of year. Exactly. All right. Well, well speaking of this time of year, we've got to get, I've got rapping to do. Yeah. Nog to drink. More nog. Yules to set fire to. <laughs> is that how they work? Yule logs, maybe? I yeah. don't know. I, I think Yule isn't what you set fire to. Yule is the period. Oh, then a log. I'm going to yeah. set fire to a log. <laughs> Not a pinch of log. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we will leave for today and we'll be back tomorrow with another oddity. Day nine. Alrighty, thank you very much. See ya.